Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here on Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. And the My Talk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund continues all to benefit the Neighborhood Development Center. And we are joined in this segment by a very special guest. Yes, we are. We have Will Phillips with us. He's the state director for AARP Minnesota. And AARP Minnesota's mission is helping connect Minnesota's Minnesotans to resources that help them save money and live their best lives. And also sponsor our weekend picks. And our matching sponsor today for the MyTalk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. Thank you, Will. Hey, thank you. You're you're so welcome. How are you today? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. Well, we want to thank you for participating in the MyTalk Rebuilding Fund. What made you guys want to get involved? Well, uh, you know, we are an organization that really focuses on empowering people to choose how they live as they age. And, you know, where we live is such a critical part of that. Uh, you know, figuring out how we build communities that support people, whether it's with housing or transportation or access to food and so much of rebuilding our communities, uh, from in terms of the physical infrastructure and buildings to our social fabric and to how we're going to move forward is, is part and parcel to that. And, and, and supporting the people who live in Minneapolis and St. Paul and, and building back those neighborhood businesses and those neighborhood institutions is going to be really important uh, as we all come together and figure out what's next in our community. So we're, we're happy to do it, and we're really thrilled that you all are putting putting this together and bringing so many great organizations together and then you know using the power of your reach to get listeners involved as well i know we're up to seventy seven thousand seven hundred and five dollars in donations i know we're almost at seventy eight thousand and that's without any of the matching uh, money from aarp minnesota today so i mean it's like we're going to get past our eighty thousand goal and we really do appreciate uh you guys you know, partnering with us. And also, you know, I have to say that I love that you guys, you know, work with the Twin Cities Jazz Festival because you've, we've been able to virtually watch, you know, the Jazz Fest over these last, I don't know, is it four or five weeks? At least, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it's that's right. We're usually doing all these events in person mm-hmm. across the Twin Cities, whether it's Jazz Fest or whether it's, you know, pride or showing up at open streets festivals. And so figuring out how we, you know, help connect people virtually and and allow people to have some fun during these crazy times uh, is, has been really important. So it's it's good that you all have been, have been tuning in. Yeah. We've got another one coming up tonight, if I'm not mistaken. You do. Yeah. With um, Jorge Panchetto or something. Pachico. It's tonight. And, you know, Tell everybody because we always joked about it. We started getting our AARP what? cards yeah, when we were forty years forty years old. What's the biggest misconception <laughs> about AARP? 
40 years old. We were a little early. Well, that's what we Uh, thought, but maybe I was 45. We we usually don't start knocking on your mailbox until, (laughs) I don't know, 49 or so. But, you know, I think the the biggest misconception about AARP is that there's, you know, there's something wrong with with getting old. And we really look at aging as something to embrace. Um, as something that is of extreme value uh, to our society and to our state and to our country, um, and that there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of upside, and a lot of fun to be had. And that's what we really focus on at AARP is, of course, advocating for our members, uh, lifting up uh, the best of who our members are and helping people, you know, as you guys talked about, live their best lives and, and figure out how they want to age and how they want to live. But we also spend a lot of time just connecting people to each other and to fun experiences. And um, it's a big part of what we do every summer. And this summer, in spite of COVID uh, and, and all else that we're dealing with, is, is no different. We've got to, got to carve out time to connect with one another and really kind of, you know, weave things together here and have some fun. And that's something that I guess we, I didn't know that much about, about all the different things that you guys do in the community. And and on, I was just reading something that you guys have a town hall with national experts every Thursday at noon. Can you tell us about some of those? Yeah, uh, we've been doing this uh, probably for six or seven weeks as well. Um, just really seeing the need across the country um, to get good, uh, accurate information about uh, about the, the pandemic mm-hmm. um, and about resources that are out there from everything from being a family caregiver to mental health resources to figuring out, uh, you know, financial issues that you might be experiencing because of a loss of job or a loss of income. And so, yes, we've been doing these weekly, um, and we've also tried to curate some state-specific resources that we've got up on our webpage so that wherever you are in the state, if you need help, if you need to get an- questions answered, if you're, you know, just experiencing loneliness or isolation, or maybe you need help with food, or uh, maybe need help thinking about mom or dad or a loved one who's in a long-term care facility, uh, there are lots of questions and issues that we're dealing with this year that we just weren't anticipating dealing with, and so we're trying to be a place where people can come to and get again accurate, real-time information. Whether you're an AARP member or not, uh, we want to be a, a resource for the community as we uh, as we get through these times. That's amazing. And if you're just joining us, we're talking with Will Phillips. He's the state director for AARP Minnesota. Today, one of our matching sponsors for our Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. You know, Will, when you talk about whether you're a member or not, I've I've always wanted to get the magazine because I think you guys, you really do such a good job with your magazine. Um, and then today I'm, um, going to be a member and I'm looking at all of the different resources on the website. It's, it blows you away how much is available, um, when you go to the website and Lori, I just gave Lori her AARP membership card today. (laughs) No, no, but Will, serious, my dad, any, anybody who turns 50, my dad always tells them, you got to join AARP because you can take the money you save and you can buy a little extra investment or put it for vacation. He's a big fan of the discounts. That's great. Yeah, that's that's a big part of what we do. Um, and you know, there's the discounts, there's the the, the events and the education right. that you can you can get, and then there's all the advocacy that we provide to help people. You know. 
uh, who are, who are again, trying to, to remain independent and live in their communities for as long as possible. And that could mean, you know, helping with the high cost of prescription drugs. It could mean navigating our state's long-term care system, trying to get supports for family caregivers, um, you know, a whole host of issues. And, you know, you guys talked about it. You're just uh, getting your AARP cards. Your dad's had his for a long time. Yes, he is. You know, I think that really speaks to our membership, which is a big, uh, broad, uh, and diverse membership. You know, everybody from 50-year-olds to into their hundreds, mm-hmm. uh, people in all corners of the state, all walks of life. Um, and I think, again, speaks back to kind of, you know, why we're on the air today, which is that, you know, for a lot of people who live, along Lake Street or, or live in the Midway neighborhood, um, you know, right. those are communities where they've chosen to live. And we need to, uh, all of us need yeah. to pull together and rebuild those so that they people who are vulnerable and perhaps even more isolated today than they have been can continue to access the things they need to, to stay. And, we and, have to thank you, Will. Thank you so much. I hate to go because you're so informative. And this is just aarp.org backslash Minnesota for more information. We appreciate your matching sponsorship. Thank you, thank you, and it was nice to meet you over the airwaves. And thank you so much. Absolutely, our pleasure. We'll be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Um, first of all, did anyone catch the amazing rainbows last night? I've never seen the most, I've never seen that vivid of color in a rainbow, like ever. I took like 900 pictures. Did you see it? Well, the rainbow sky, I knew it was going to be, like you can tell when it's going to be rainbow sky. It it kind of rains and then that sky gets sort of that bluey green and you're just like looking around where are the rainbows? Is it going to be double rainbows? I kept thinking I was going, like I was driving on Bailey Road back to my house in Woodbury and I think over the hill is the rainbow. It looked like it was right there. Oh my gosh. It was so pretty. Mm. Um, Anywho, here's a couple things that are happening. If people are looking for a job and uh, right now, and this is, you can be the VP the Tushy's VP, a bidet company, is going to pay someone $10,000 to study their number two habits. And by number two, I mean pooping. Over the summer, and this is really kind of funny, and um, to get the job, this company in New York said, um, you just need to document your diet and your bowel movements <laughs> for three months and, and describe your experiences on the brand's social media accounts. So um, I think they get, they're going to get an overwhelming number of people who would would like to be paid for three months to poop ten you know ten thousand dollars and keep a diary. And he said, you know, it, this is a gig anyone can get. All you need to do, I mean, it's, I hope that the submissions for application don't clog up their system. <laughs> and here's what. Well, let me tell you who the ideal candidate is. Anyone with a butt. Um, you can't be too shy because you're going to be talking about your own poop. So um, having a bidet previously is not a requirement, but find out what it does and what it does. And so what you're going to be doing is you, if you're interested, seriously, um, just Google it. They're trying to get more Americans to the buy bidets. bidets. It's so European. The plumbers might be conflicted about it because still stupid people wash wet wipes down the toilet oh, and there's no geez. quicker way nope. to clog your And sewers. don't put your contact lenses down your faucet sink or your toilet. No. It's bad for our fish and our environment. But anyway, you just have to submit a 60 to 90 second video explaining why your 
good to be the tushy VP of Fecal Matters by July 7th. Um, Where do we apply? I was going to say. Well, you were going to apply to, what is the name of this company? Bidet Company. They're just called, um, just look up, um, you know, a ten thousand. How to make ten thousand dollars on pooping? Pooping. It's like it, Tushy. D- d- Tushy is the name of the company. All right. T U S H Y. Yes. Okay. So, and then they're going to have a Zoom call where you toot your own horn, <laughs> and then they're going to pick who's doing it in three months. I mean, that's kind of something. Yeah, that's a lot of money. You'll feel very clean using a bidet. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. Or you can do the the um, enhanced. Um, bidet like that my brother made that, for well you. it's not it's a bidet handle that he attached <laughs> to a toilet it looks like you know it, the it's handle a faucet that... it's like i'm like if anyone if we ever gotten a like you could spray someone with it because the it kids goes, would get in a water fight with that yeah, yeah. it comes off the, your, the side of your toilet like it's um like in your sink or something yes like the sprayer yeah so, like a hose mm-hmm. oh we used to have so many water fights with those yeah. sprayers um the segue it's done people uh-huh. It's been 20 years. It was a great invention. But here's what they thought when the Segway first came out. They're no longer going to produce them anymore. Okay. Um, the Segway, so they're really dead. Yeah, they are. Made their splash in December 3rd, 2001. It was unveiled on Good Morning America. I remember. The inventor, Dean Kamen, said that an urban transportation revolution was coming and cars would be obsolete. Oh. Ugh, didn't work. But they are, they, you know where I always, I, they, people used them to, Go see sightsee. I saw people in Paris on Segways. I did segways. it in Chicago. Yeah. I did it in. We did it with the kids in Indianapolis. Your your dad went with Casey yes. around St. Anthony, Maine, and yes. I can't believe he didn't fall and break his head. Those are not. They were not that easy to oh, be on or whatever. They were kind of. We were weird. doing a broadcast from somewhere yeah. in Bridgedale, where the mall right. where Eddington's was or something, and there was a Segway store, and I talked him into letting me have one. And Lori and Donnie were sitting down getting ready for our broadcast. I can't remember what it was, where we were, Lori. I can't either. And all of a sudden, I come the bopping door opens by. And Julia's banging into clothing rods. <laughs> oh, I'm on a Segway from the neighbor. <laughs> There's a Segway dealer, and I just said, can I please use it? Can I please use it? Just wanted to make Donnie and Lori laugh. <laughs> like, hello. Hello. All right. Has it been replaced by the electric scooter? Who knows? I hate those things. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, all right. I think they're, yeah, I don't like them. Okay. Do you guys know how the Michelin Guide got started in the first place? You know, the five stars, the four stars, the food guide, the Michelin Guide. You do? I think so. Okay, because you were going to be on Jeopardy. All right, tell us. Oh, well, it started out as a guide for the tire manufacturer right. because they okay. wanted people to go around and drive places. They wanted them to drive farther. That's yeah. why they started, you're right, to use their tires. Wow. It, it makes sense, you know, when you think I about it. I always thought it was two different Michelins that they couldn't be related. No, they're the one same. One is so fancy, right. and the other one is just tires. It's just tires. The whole thing. It's been it a was, scam the whole time. It started <laughs> in, it was the business of reviewing great restaurants for its militia, Michelin Guide in 1900, so people would drive wow. further to eat. Well, it couldn't have been that soon. They needed cars. They were riding their horses then. Okay, play ball, people. It's official. MLB baseball is coming back. What's it's MLB baseball? Major League Major baseball? League Baseball. Okay. It's going to start July 23rd or 24th, depending where you live. And here's here are the new rules, okay? So uh, each team playing four divisional rivals 10 times, plus four games against five teams 
from another league. But basically, the schedule's been set, so each team has to only make one trip to each city they visit. All games will be played in empty stadiums, but here are the new rules. Um, National League will be able to use designated hitters that they weren't able to use before they had to have um, their pitcher be a hitter. So both leagues can use DHs, designated hitters. Pitchers will be required to face a minimum of three batters. So this will shorten the game and the exposure because not after every damn person you can't take out the pitcher. It'll shorten the game. Mm -hmm. You know, and teams will get a runner on second base at the start of extra innings. So it's already like you've already got some on base. Is this all of this is what's taking them so long no. to figure out a no, baseball? No, no. What no, no, has no. been the holdup? It's the money. It's the money. It's the money. The owners want a lot. The players. The, no, it's the, the owners money. want to screw the players. That's what it is. Is that, is that yeah, what you think? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, you just we cut know to the that. chase. All it's right. The man is going to screw the Listen people. Listen to you. <laughs> that is what we know. All right. That's that's all we got right now. All right. I have more, but we'll deal with it tomorrow. Well, uh, you know, our two moms are going to be very happy about this baseball news. Oh, They've uh, missed my it mother. so much. This is her summer pastime. Yeah. Big time. A lot of people. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back. Are we doing musical Jeopardy with you, Holly? Yes. It has nothing to do with music. Okay. But it's just Jeopardy. Okay. And yes. Rocco has written some doozy of questions okay. for you guys. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? Well, things did not go well for Prince Charles uh, yesterday. What he happened? gave a speech. He released a video message to Mark... Windrush day on Monday, whatever that is. <laughs> it's the wind, and you're in a rush. It's a windy rush. That's a funny name for a holiday. Just whatever yeah. it is. And um, he, in his video message to Mark Windrush day on Monday, he said <laughs> that the diversity of our society is its greatest strength and gives us much to celebrate. So, what do you think happened with him saying that diversity is the greatest strength of our People went society. and saw how many um, people from different ethnic backgrounds are on staff or something like that. Should they? You really, who is the most racially abused woman in the world? His, his, his daughter-in-law. People were not having it. They're like, shame on you for real, Charles. All you right, did nothing. Uh, to protect your daughter-in-law yes. as diverse as they come. This from the man who sat back and watched his own daughter-in-law get racially bullied in the press and did absolutely nothing. <laughs> Gee, maybe someday a member of the royal family will marry a beautiful, accomplished, um, biracial woman and then trade her like crap. Oh, wait. Just people were very... Yeah, all right, I get it. Why? I don't know why they haven't. I don't yeah. know. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. so that didn't go well. That did not go well. Mm-hmm. And another thing to just Hollywood speak, as long as we're talking about um, Royal former Butler Paul Burrell, he's the oh, one who yes. wrote about Princess Diana. Um, he was her former butler. He um, he revealed that the pecking order at Windsor Castle, Buckingham Palace, How's wherever the royal family is, here's the pecking order. All right, horses. Dogs, husbands, kids. <laughs> as far as Queen Elizabeth well, is concerned. She's got her priorities. 
She's got her priorities. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he uh, he said, yeah, that is the pecking order for the queen. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not, well. You know, we've heard this before. It's, we've this seen isn't it. anything new. We see it in the crown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where she really wants to just be in the horse business. In the right. stable. Yeah, in exactly. The Okay, uh, Gigi and Bella Hadid's father, Mohammed Hadid, has is now saying that the California legal system that tells him that he has to demolish his Bel Air mega mansion that he built illegally on a hillside that could crumbling. I mean, it's a menace. Anyway, he says it's prejudice against my kind, my religion. And he's branding it a political lynching. And he's going to write about write a book about the eight-year saga to expose the racism and prejudice. Okay, so this guy kept, he he says he had 700 different uh, people come out or something to give him the building permit. He built a hotel in people's backyards where there you're not, um, you know, it wasn't deemed appropriate for commercial real estate to be built in the backyard of people's homes. Yeah. And he kept building and he kept building and he hasn't, he just paying, kept building. He hasn't been paying his taxes. He owes like over $2 million in taxes because he says, I don't inhabit the residence. Why should I have to pay taxes? He just is, he's been messing he, with the people in that community. But he, in this story, yeah. there is one neighbor that has just, it's a thorn in his side, but imagine you having a beautiful home, beautifully landscaped and up on the hill, looking down at you as a hotel. Yeah. Which isn't, you know, then he spent like a gob of money and planted a hundred trees and then they made him take them all out. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot, this, there's not, the Beverly Hills Courier newspaper Mm -hmm. has spent the last 10 years documenting this story. We just kept building things without permit. I mean, Holly, you know, from living out there, you don't build anything out there. Without permit, but now he's it's so no. dense. He has yeah. to take a wrecking ball. Ball, I know it. And he's what? he's mad because he didn't get to go in front of a jury. That the court just decided a wrecking ball without a jury. Right. There's no time. Nobody got time for a jury right now. Well, and nobody I think really has time for his yeah, story. It I doesn't so seem like it's going to fall on flat flat ears, as it were. Uh, Serena Williams' dad is sued. We bought your life story before the Will Smith movie that you think you're going to make. What is the deal what? with Serena and Venus and their dad? I have never been able to figure it out. The mother, they, you know, he was their coach growing right? up. They had a falling out, Lori. I don't okay. know what it was, but the mom is always there with her sisters and stuff. I, I do not know. Anyway, so I guess that Will Smith movie is going to be on hold mm-hmm. of him playing the okay. dad. Okay, Suzanne Summers, you know, she's doing... The Thighmaster Genius. That's right. She is doing um, three times a week. She's on um, YouTube with uh, a couple other guys from the 80s, fitness people from the 80s. Okay. Uh, the guy who does the tie bow. Tie oh, bow. Tie bow. Yeah. That Billy guy. I had, what was his name? Billy Blank. That's right. Yes. I had that video. Yes. I had that. <laughs> And punching and, in the air, doing yes. the thing. Ah. Come on, Tyler. And then uh, Body by Jake. Oh, yes. That guy. So, so she's doing this thing three uh-huh. times a week. And they asked her about being a fitness influencer. And because she's an original fitness influencer, she, yeah. Jane Fonda, you yeah. know, pre Instagram, everything. She said, I think Billy and Jake and myself were, were around in a very lucky era 
because there wasn't that much content like there is now. I don't know how you find your way to the top now. It's kind of interesting because they're right. There weren't, there wasn't a lot of competition. There wasn't a lot of avenues and channels and sources and blah, blah, blahs to find stuff. She's right. Yeah. And you've had all these. And you still have your thighs. I have it under my desk. I did it just yesterday. Squeeze, squeeze, squeezing your way (laughs) to shapely hips and thighs. I know. It totally, I mean, look at my shapely hips and thighs. They're shapely. Yes, Lori. They are shapely. (laughs) Julia, that seam is just in the wrong place. Julia, I'm not a fan of a seam across the middle of your butt. It it that seems like if you were a designer they're of making, pants. You know what they're doing to yoga pants? Why that's happening? Why? They're making them high waisted. Well, that's okay. I know, but they for some reason put that seam. Theme. It's in a dumb place. It's right in the middle. So if you have a little, I'm trying to visualize. This. It's 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 so halfway down up, your fanny. Yeah, so it goes right across the, the whitest top. part, the top, the whitest part of your oh, butt. And what it really yeah. is doing, if you have a cushion, your tush, it's separating it. Yes. So you can see it above the line and below the line, and it's still part of your butt. So yeah. it looks like someone you someone just pulled a tight piece of elastic in the middle, elastic in the middle of your fanny. I'm asking the designers of the <laughs> yoga pants to do better. Well, Lululemon has the best pants. My sister got me so convinced. She made me wear hers. She's yeah. like, now look at your butt in these. You're, she's like, you can't wear those. They're so bad. I'm like, why? They're cheap. I don't care. She's like, you need to care. Yeah. Which is something you would say to me, my other sister. You need so to care. So she thinks it justifies the price. She you said that. Lululemon? She said that. And, and I looked at the difference. And because the guy who came up with it said, the guy who invented Lululemon is like went to yoga classes, and why do people have to look so horrible? Well, because so many of the material was sheer, and then well, they right. had sheer pants for me. And then just there's so many different ways to support a woman's body. All right, well, Holly, she taught yoga. She knows a thing or two about yoga pants. I've never purchased a pair okay. of Lululemon I. pants ever. Okay, I have my brands that I like, but but like I really what? give like, us one. Yeah, Onzi. Is one because I like the pants that are specifically designed for hot yoga when you're real gonna sweat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those kinds of pants, and then I like the fun patterns. But I get why people like Lululemon. You need a a sturdy, sturdy bottom. It's and that's what it does in the line around it. You know, it kind of has this heart shaped line that kind of goes down your thigh. To it, it does some amazing things. She convinced me because I've only bought Lululemon for my kids. I refuse to pay that kind of money for myself. Oh, yeah. Which is what is wrong there? What is what is your money for? <laughs> um, right now, not it's not good for much. <laughs> retirement, retirement. But I think I might have to break down because people. I saw it. I saw the difference. Yeah, and it's like well, right right now, you know, it's, it's what, what people are wearing. It is what people are wearing. <laughs> so right? you might as well have your butt look good instead right. of the elastic in the middle of your butt. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll be back with some Hollywood news. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
The Venture X card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.